From Grain to Glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Miles. This is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. And uh, we're live streaming over on uh, Wood McFly's channel. Wood McFly, Wood McFly. Your uh, your microphone is not on. No. So go ahead and turn that on. There it's, you go. It's the switch. You push it up. There you go. I know. Hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. Now We're you can reintroduce yourself. We're kind of doing a little bit of a stream today on Casey's and Blind, Gen- Blind Ninja Studios uh, Homebrew Bound. So, yeah, enjoy. We're talking about double IPAs and yeah. IPAs and. IIPAs and we have a lot of double IPAs. Yeah. Uh, one sent in from a listener. Uh, you have one from sent a viewer. In from a viewer. Yep. Uh, and then we have one uh, that we picked up that should be available for pretty much everybody. And so we're going to dive into the double IPA style uh, and kind of talk about the differences sure. uh, that you can find. Sweet. Well, you guys get started. That, I'm right. excited to try that. Yeah. One. Uh, yeah. So the first one that we're going to try here uh, is Citra Splendor uh, from. Uh, Manor Hill Brewing uh, out of Maryland. Uh, this was sent in by listener Nikki B. Uh, so thank you for this. She says this is her favorite beer from this brewery. And wow. like they're fairly new from what I've read. It's um, like mid to east coast. Yeah. So this one is 8.3%. I'll read the description here as soon as uh, we get some pours out. Got some tikus going on. Well, tikus first of all, it smells fantastic. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, just like just smelling it from over here. It, it's got a twang nice. to it. It's it like a citrus a tang. It's fantastic All so right. far. So this is Welcome to the World of Bright, Citrus, and Tropical Fruit Forward uh, IPAs. This divinely hoppy brew will clock in at 83 IBUs and will pour a hazy golden color with a big white head. Aromas of lemon peel, tangerine, and passion fruit come through on the nose with some dank undertones. The flavor profile begins with an intense hot bitterness that is complemented by slight, by slightly sweet caramel malt in the finish. Uh, one second, I'm going to grab a quick photo. Photo. Yeah, uh, it's in. It's definitely there is a like a very high intense citric, almost lemon peel in the nose. It's got the the savory citric qualities. The the definite lemon peel is there. I almost get some of the tangerine peel, some of the oh man yeah. rind yeah. qualities. It's, nice. it's fantastic. Just a ton of orange. Uh, yeah. I like just orange peel, lemon. Peel, like, oh man, just. And you can actually pick up a touch of like uh, alcohol. Um, I think in the aroma, it, it, yeah. There, there's it, there's that slight alcohol yeah. burn in the nose. But it's so slightly, like, if you weren't it's, looking for it. Yeah. Citra is such a versatile and interesting hop that you can pick up so many. Some of them are just straight up juice bombs like mango and pineapple. And then this one's all the orange and all the like the. It finishes yeah. very dry. It's got a oh, tried nice it. kind of lingering quality to it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Number one, number one uh, point here. Dry. It's dry. dry. We're yes. good. It's dry as F. Wow. I don't want to stop drinking it. It's. So that little description you gave, I don't exactly get the uh, the caramel notes on the end. I do a little bit. Um, there's it's a little a bit of sweet. sweetness yeah. on the on the back end. Really, actually, kind of earthy, dank, and uh, slightly um, herbaceous, like a herbaceous. basil, like a basil note. That's yeah. a ten dollar. There's a straight right up there. basil note at the end, and you get that with citra here and there. But otherwise, that um, description haze wise, uh, 
it's you can't see through it, which is what I expect from breweries on that side of the country yeah. right now. I pick up a, a good amount of alcohol presence. Like it's not to me, it's not well hidden. I see. I don't get a lot of booze. I don't either. Although I, I should say, and people who've watched any of my videos in the last like ten, I am picking up alcohol uh, a little bit more so than a lot of people lately for whatever reason. Okay. Probably just need a palate break. Um, yeah, no, it it doesn't quite taste uh, eight eight percent to me. Uh, it tastes more like six. Like if somebody sat this in front of me, I could drink a pint of this and then stand up and be like, "Oops, yeah, totally." I do agree there. No, I, mean, I I don't know. I find this there's a certain kind of uh, resiny quality that I find comes along with uh, really hoppy, also high alcoholic beers, and this kind of placates towards that particular quality. Sure. For that reason, I might have guessed that it was higher. It feels higher to me. I feel a warmth when I swallow. I feel. Uh, like I, I wouldn't crush pint after pint yeah. because of that. Um, but um, though as it warms up, I am getting more booze in the nose. Yeah, but that could just because I'm I'm looking for it. Admittedly, uh, say that this is probably in the fifties. I mean, yeah, for per, uh, temperature. That's kind of yeah, where but I, like I, I kind of like yeah. This like you can taste everything. It gets too cold. Yep. Uh, it's good. Um, I I think it'd be really really fun to. Like I've never even heard of these guys. I've never. Yeah, um, family-owned farm brewed. It says. So uh, the can's nice. The can is actually really fantastic. I'm gonna it's give them an simple. A plus for. Yeah, no, I, I like. I, like it's it's yeah. a bright like I like the yellow. You're, you're not gonna miss it if it is distributed yep. in a store. Well, that and I think just overall the aesthetic quality of the can sure. speaks to the quality of the beer and yeah. the personality of the beer. I yeah. guess. I think one thing I will say is um, Casey and I were talking about this the other day. We were talking about Imperial IPA versus Double IPA, and they are loosely interchangeable versus almost all breweries across the world. To me, I sort of discern Imperial IPAs to be way more bitter than a Double IPA. Yes. And I am getting yep. 83 IBUs worth of bitterness. Oh, out of this it beer It drinks sure. pretty bitter and dry. Well, overall, I found that um, Double IPAs are just, there's literally more of everything Whereas Imperial IPAs primarily boost ABV and bitterness yeah, without true. the they balance have, to go with uh, it. They have two acres of uh, hot plants on their, their own. Uh, of their That's own, awesome. yeah. They have Cascade, Nugget, Chinook, and Centennial. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I got the four C's there. Um, four of them, let's anyways. See. Their first operation, uh, Victoria Gastropub, opened in 2007 with a second Food Plenty slated to open in 2016. Uh, journey towards brewing beer started in earnest in 2011. I'm trying to figure out. They got a 4.9 star rating on Google reviews. That's really high. That's Treehouse ridiculous. Is 4.9. Um, I looked it up. Oh, okay. Uh, they filed for the license in 2012. Um, so they opened on uh, February 1, 2014. Okay. Uh, so two years old. Um, oh, full-scale production launched in May 2015, so a year. Nice. They actually have a grisette-style farmhouse ale. They have a passion fruit IPA, which sounds awesome, that uses mosaic hops. Uh, they also have a hidden hopyard series. That sounds interesting. The beer we're currently drinking, and then Manor Hill IPA that also uses mosaic. So they's, And Eldorado. And, and a coffee Centennial. brown IPA. Yeah. Interesting. Very, a little bit of everything I, I kind of want to visit them. Yeah, this uh, they like it seems really cool. Like farm fuzz. 
That's a cool name. I was looking at that. Uh, they have Farm Fuzz and Fuzzed. Yep. Cool. Definitely cool. Yeah. Definitely uh, thank you, Nikki, for, uh, you so for sending us this beer. This It's phenomenal. I thank really you. like it. Thank you. I wonder what the cost is <clears throat> per four-pack or quad. It does. Well, you know, the nice thing is I bet you don't have to wait in line two this hours to get one. This was only canned a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, no, very fresh. Yeah. Could see it probably even better, a little fresher. I imagine. Yeah. But uh, yeah. No, but a month like that's still drinking solid. really good, especially yeah. for it being sent to us. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Uh. Well, and I've I've sat on it for about a week now. So. Jeez. Oh, I know. Well, we didn't have a chance to record. No, that's and... not a complaint. That's a wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's just awesome. Where do you guys want to move next? Well, uh, I think I think you know where we want to move next. But I don't know if we should move there next or should we, if we should do the other one. It's, it's up show. to you. Uh, it's your call. Let's go metal. All right. Let's go metal. Did you? Um, we're going to go a little further east, and we're actually going to head out to Boston, Massachusetts. And this beer was actually sent to me by a viewer. It's actually in trade um, by Mr. Matthew Cox. Thank you, sir, so much. Um, he kindly just went and picked up a bunch of Trillium, said, do you want Trillium? Said, send me stuff later because it, you know, you know how toppling toppling yep. is really the, the uh, eye of the tiger here in the Midwest yeah. for stuff well, to send I'm, out. I'm waiting for that, that, that double dry uh, hop. That double dry hop Sioux. Yep, I was hoping to check uh, Casanova later today. They didn't Anyways. have any yesterday. Okay, well sometimes they get Saturday deliveries. Yeah. Uh, so this is metal. This is uh, Trillium, one of Trillium's many double IPAs. Um, this is their uh, first anniversary beer. That showcases the dry hop treatment of Amarillo and Citra hops. It also uses Columbus, I assume, for bittering. Clocks in at 8.4% alcohol by volume. They don't mention IBUs. I have no idea. Uh, they use American two-row barley, Valley Danko rye barley, Valley uh, Triticale. Don't know what that is. Some sort of malt. Valley wheat, dextrin, and dextrose. So pretty complex malt bill, I think. But yeah. They talk about, here, let's get it going. Um, talk about aromas of peach, nectarine, fusion of grape juice, and candied citrus. So I have pretty- always been a proponent for spicy grains mixed with fruity hops and fruit flavors overall. Agreed. And there is a 750 here, so feel free to take. Take a bit. Yeah. I'm kind of pouring into the brim here. Here you go, good sir. Thank you. Yeah. So Holy have you God. had this before? No, I've never had uh, metal. Um, it comes to me highly regarded. I actually have heavy metal um, at home, which is the even bigger version of this beer. But uh, holy shit. That haze, though. That haze, though. Can I get the bottle when you're done just so I can snap a pick and make sure I untap these later? Good call. Thank you. That haze, though. It's actually not too, not really even much hazier in the beer prior, I don't think. What is that aroma? Something have, you, have you smelled it yet? Yeah. I love it. There's definitely citrus coming through, I'll say that. There's some peach. There's oh, some man. Apricot. That is, it smells juicy. Yeah, they pride themselves on that. Uh, yeah, so they say... Uh, here they talk about white wine, uh, grassy hop, mellow bitterness, grassy. Um, dry finish. I this, think I'm smelling the grassy quality. This was bottled on May 5th. 
So okay. just so under about 20 a, days. Yeah. So, so about a month. About 20. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. Not, not 23. Even. Yeah. Three weeks old. Hmm. This is good radio, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, aroma wise. You get some of that spicy rye character. Yeah. Through. You get that dankness. The, the, the rye is throwing me. Uh, like, because looking at it, I don't expect rye, but there's some there's there's rye spice in the aroma, yep. and then tasting it, all that lingers on my palate is rye. I don't get all rye. Oh, I get I get I get a no, well I get a lot at, of no, dank at, grassy after Columbus. after after everything else is gone, I just have rye sitting on my palate right now. Yeah, prickly. Yep. One thing I will say about Trillium is they they do tend to. They're not just juice bombs. They tend to uh, integrate well, integrate dankness and resin character from Columbus and their bittering hops, and that's why a lot of people like these guys over Treehouse because they're not just so damn juicy. Okay. This is a different type of beast altogether. I don't even know where to start personally. I get a lot of that rye and some uh, floral, grassy hop aromas coming through. Tasting it, it's got a really juicy feel to the mouth. Yep. But it doesn't have that overwhelming juicy flavor. It's not to a gusher. With it. No, no, because it's balanced out by the bitter it, dank quality. It, it's very yeah, and it's it's such a unique combination. I have not experienced it before. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. This is your first, uh, really your first real New England sober experience. <laughs> the sober experience I is the key. Hammed. Is the key there? Uh, this fine. admittedly is n- not my favorite Trillium beer. I mean, it's definitely up there. The problem is, is they're all great. Um, <clears throat> this one in their anniversary beers have been a little different. This one introducing the triticale and uh, rye. There's a lot going on in this beer. It's very complex for yeah. a double IPA. Just a lot going on. Not a bad thing, just... No. It would take more than one sitting to finally... Yeah, to, to dive through this beer. Claw my way through what all this has no, this to is, offer. No, this is why you share these, because there's no way you're going to do it. Um, I do I do get more of that alcohol I like the mouthfeel. Um, it has like it has that soft... Pillowy Actually, these, 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 these both did. They had like a soft bitterness. Yeah. It wasn't like the... So West Coast, and we'll dive into this a little bit. Actually, well, we might as well do it the now. Citra right now on the nose is very pineapple mango forward to me. I just oh wow, it just jumps now. The juice just pops. See, I'm still getting this rye bready kind of quality. I don't. I pick up on the rye at the end, but it's it all ebbs fruit. And, it it's ebbs fruit at forward. Yeah. So yeah, so we're 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 diving really hard into East Coast styles, and if I remember right, Double Dog is more West Coast. I, believe I so. don't remember. Or is that more like mid-coast? I can't remember. It's been a while since I've had Double Dog. Anyway, uh, so West Coast Styles, it's it's a harsher bitterness. Like, it focuses on hop bitterness and hop flavors. East Coast Style, it softens that with yeah. the malt bill and the yeast profile. It runs um, more towards a balance. Yeah. Well, and like I've, I've heard a lot of complaints lately about uh, East Coast Style IPAs. How uh, they're too yeasty. They're too hazy. People well, hate it. I, see, the complaint I've heard is uh, about like there's there's a like they're if unfiltered. They, yeah, there's there's too much yeast in them. Agreed. Um, and I don't like I don't get a huge yeasty character out of this. It's it's more the malt bill that's softening it. I feel like. I think this is beyond pleasant. Um, 
if this was available on shelves, I'd buy it every day. That's just me though. Like I don't think I would. This is this isn't my favorite beer and it's not that I think it's bad. It's just there are certain qualities and combinations that don't they're not quite They don't my drive thing. with your palate. Yeah. No, that would have to be the easiest way to put it. Have you had Nelson from Green Flash? Yes. Um, that's another rye double IPA that I think a lot of people either love or hate. Yeah. I think I think rye just throws everyone. Yeah, through. the the rye it has me torn because I love love the nose on this beer. Mm-hmm. Um, it smells great. Uh, the initial taste is phenomenal, but I don't like the back end. I don't like the aftertaste of this beer. See, I think I the reason I do is because it's different. Because it doesn't just finish dry and boring and bland or bready or caramely or sweet. It finishes with something you don't expect. And I think that's what that what separates like an anniversary beer from everything they do differently. The the thing that should be known is pretty much all Treehouse and Trillium do or IPAs. Well, part of the problem with this beer for me is that there are too many contradictive qualities about it. Like it's very it's got this almost savory kind of malt build taste to it, but it's also very juicy. And it's got these high-end quality hops, but it also, you know, I don't know. It the the it's aroma doesn't everyone. match the taste. The I can see that the texture doesn't match the flavor. Uh, I'm like again, I'm not saying that these are bad qualities but no, they're yeah. contradictive and it's it's almost kind of uh it doesn't matter Miles, know what you it's can hate the beer. Yeah, this, is can, uh, place. Place. <laughs> this is a it's safe place. This is a safe place. No, I know. I, I know exactly what you're saying. Well, what I'm uh, saying is it's a quality beer because obviously they're doing right things. I'm just not the personal fan or I'm not yeah. personally a fan. And of it. that's the great thing about beer, in my yeah. opinion, is yes. everyone's opinion there's a place for it. Yeah. And I know a so guy on the West Coast styles. who fucking hates Trillium and Treehouse. Hates it. Hates the haze, hates the juice. He just wants, yeah. He wants balanced bitter beers that have flavor, and he doesn't want anything. He just wants a straight shot shooter of a beer. They're not for everyone, and yep. they're admittedly they're not all like this. They don't have the rye. Yes, the, the rye throws this. This beer is for a me. rebrew of an anniversary beer. Okay, so yeah. in every anniversary beer, such like the fourth one dialed in or third one, excuse me, dialed in. Uses Nelson Galaxy and Sauvignon Blanc grape juice, so think of where that might yeah. send you. Yeah. So this is kind of like a like a if you go visit a Surly anniversary beer, you're gonna be perplexed. You're- you might love one, you might fucking hate one. Oh. So I think I think I probably admittedly picked a poor one to bring to you. No, it's fine. Because like, I mean, right. I love it. So. No, it's 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 a good beer. Yeah. And I really enjoy what I have. Mm-hmm. Do I want another glass of it? Is like right now? No, nope. I I don't. Um, do the one the one I have right now though. What? <laughs> After this, do I want a glass of anything right now? Yeah, because I'm like bittered out already. Yep, too many IPAs. Well, and we have one more, yep. and Let's we're do doing it. double IPAs. But uh, before before we get to that, I want to talk about the BJCP style double IPA. Yeah, why don't we get into that a little bit here? Yeah, so we can kind of have a basis. Yeah. All right. So uh, category twenty two A in the BJCP style guidelines. Um, and so overall impressions, an intensely hoppy, fairly strong pale ale, uh, without the big, rich, complex maltiness and residual sweetness and body of an American barley wine. So basically a, uh, a a less malty barley wine is what they're saying here. 
Okay. So you take the hop bill that you would put in a barley, because if mm-hmm. you're going to do an American barley one, you're going to hop the shit out of it. Oh, yeah. Um, drinkability is an important characteristic. Uh, this should not be a heavy sipping beer. This should be a drinking beer. Um, they don't say that, but I added that. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, aroma, uh, prominent to intense hop aroma that typically showcases American or New World hop characteristics, citrus, floral, uh, pine, resinous, spicy, tropical fruit, etc. More, uh, most versions are dry hopped and can have additional resinous or, or grassy aromas, although this is not absolutely required. Um, appearance color ranges from golden to light orange copper. Most modern versions are fairly, fairly pale. Uh, good clarity, although unfiltered dry hop versions may be a bit hazy. Uh, moderate sized, persistent, white to off-white head. Uh, hop flavor is strong and complex and can reflect the characteristics of modern American or New World hop varieties. Uh, high to absurdly high hop bitterness. Yeah, they have absurdly high. No, that's probably a good thing because there yeah. are some... There are some examples. Well, is this the virgin version of the BJCP where they redefined the IPA? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Miles, um, if you hate that, by the way, I will drink the rest of it. I don't hate it. No, I'm just saying I will. Yeah. I like uh, it. Mouthfeel. <laughs> uh, medium light to medium body with a smooth texture. Uh, medium to medium high carbonation. No harsh hop derived astringency, which I feel like some fail on that. It's like commercial right. examples, they right. fail on the stone. Yep. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, so Some that's early beers lately. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna come in uh, between seven and a half and ten percent ABV. Some a little higher, some a little. Sam lower. Adams Rebel Raw was ten percent. It was like drinking fusel hoppy vodka. Uh, your SRM is gonna be six to fourteen. IBUs sixty to one twenty. Jesus. Uh, some commercial examples: uh, Avery Maharaja, Fatheads Hop Juju. I've had that. That's Firestone. fucking great. Firestone Walker Double Jack. Good. Yep. Uh, Port Brewing Hop 15. Haven't had it. Russian River Pliny. Of oh. course. That's a banger. Yep. Uh, Stone Ruination. Good. Uh, Three yep. Floyd's Dreadnought. Awesome. Man, I'm, I, I want some beer. more Pliny. I, I miss, I also miss Dreadnought. It's not often I get a, an examples list from the BJCP where I've had that many that they yeah. reference. Yeah, I think I've had everyone but the Port Brewing Well, one. I mean, let's be honest here. We're all hop heads in this room. Oh, oh yeah. Like, Absolute. I mean, this guy's pretty much mainlining this beer right now. Irredeemable. Dude, there's some crazy, like, mango smoothie notes I'm getting. I don't know. Mango orange sorbet, mango smoothie notes. I fucking love it. It smells so East Coast. It's great. I, Sorry if you don't like it. I fucking am digging it. It's almost like a citrusy bread pudding okay. kind of aroma. Well, Jesus. yeah. So you you mentioned, Eric, earlier um, the difference that, there, uh, that there's... IIPA, like Imperial IPA, yeah, and then double IPA. Yep. What, in your opinion, is the difference between those? Bitterness and alcohol, and the way they're covered up. So, wait, which used. which one has the bitterness? See, I think and Imperial just is like a zero fucks given movement where you just double the malt bill and well, not necessarily sure. Up your alcohol with sugars, you know, hop the hell out of it in the kettle ahead of time, and you're focusing really on just like a bitter. Full blown, almost American strong ale barley wine, okay. and then a double IPA feels like a more refined step back, where it, um, it's more careful selection of how you use the ingredients. Does that make sense? Like the way we're brewing a beer upstairs right now, balanced. Right, we're going for a more balanced, soft, pillowy bitterness. We're looking for juicy characteristics of the hops, whereas an imperial IPA is like a let's fucking kill their palate beer. Okay, that's that's how I feel. 
Miles? Overall, my take has always been a double IPA tries to put two beers into one glass in, in all of that means. So it's going to be uh, maltier, it's going to be hoppier, uh, it's going to be more bitter but more sweet at the same time, more alcoholic and whatnot. But the Imperial is more about just giving you higher alcohol and an unbalanced bitter. Okay. It's going to be more of that just harsh grating punch to the face bitter. All right. And that I might have that backwards. I can never remember, but that is the difference between the two that I've always kind of seen or experienced. It's fair. Okay. All right. Uh and then we've been talking about uh like East Coast West Coast. Um so there's like in in my experience there's three different uh or uh, I take that back. There's four different distinct styles of uh IPAs and double IPAs. You have West Coast, um, I guess what some people call No Coast or the Midwest style. Right, the in-between in the country. Yep. And then you have the East Coast style, uh, and then you have the English style. Right. Um, so West Coast for me is very hop-forward. Piney, bitter. Piney, bitter. like fruit peel. Yep. Uh, dry as fuck. Yeah. Like straight up, just bone dry. Yep. Yep. Uh, which personally is my favorite style. Like, really? I, I I gravitate towards West Coast. See, I'm a blind pig guy. I've over plenty, and a lot of people give me shit for it, but it's it's not as dry to me. It, blind pig is an amazing beer, yeah, I think but so I'll take Pliny over blind pig any day. Mm. I've never had them on tap. You have. Yeah. It's a different case I've heard. Yeah, it is. I've heard Pliny on tap as tits. Plenty on I mean, tap. To quote. I could have died that day yeah. and been I've happy. Heard it, I've heard it's just. I like, mean, I also surreal. I also did a flight of eighteen, but <laughs> nothing wrong with that, man. I'm looking up there at your like shelf of fame, if you will, and there's pseudo Sue, Pliny the Elder, Blind Pig, and then a fucking can of green, and you know where my <laughs> mind is staring. I'm so angry, so angry. But I've got this metal in my glass, which yep. I'm enjoying. Uh, yeah. So, and then you have the 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 Central Coast uh, double IPAs, right? Which are balanced. The like Moon Man, Moon, which is a pale well, ale. Yeah, it's, it's a pale it's ale. It's hopped but, like an IPA. Well, no, uh, I'm even thinking like some of uh, TG stuff yeah. falls it falls in there where uh, you have you have the Zealander balance. Light Speed. Yep. You you have a balance everything. between the hop flavor and the malt bill, where they're just they're melded together in in such a way that you're not overwhelmed. Right. Uh which which is great for um like everyday drinkers. Every everyday drinkers. I think I think Toppling Goliath does a uh admirable admirable job at not offending any palates, mm-hmm. but also catering to the geeky palate. Yeah. Um, and some beers definitely do so better than others, but uh like if you go pick up a bottle of Zealander, Lightspeed, Pompeii, any of those they're five and a half percent generally. They're just hopped differently, and they're all freaking amazing. Did you do a video on uh, the Solander? Mar- Solander? Yeah, Solander? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I gave it like a ninety-two. Because that beer was great. Yeah, it got better as it warmed up. Yeah, it did. I served that beer admittedly a little too cold, and Equinox is not one of my favorite hops at when it's featured. Yeah, it's a great hop to use in conjunction with. You know, it was the first time. But Soul I'd, Hunter I'd really has got like... the best label ever. Oh yeah, it, you it's have on. It there? It's nice. on my fridge. Yeah. Nice. Oh, oh! Also, TG Beer's best stickers. Yeah, I haven't tried a trillion <laughs> one, but I like to keep my. I don't know if I even keep my trillion bottles. I don't. All right. Well, we'll we'll talk about that later. All right. And then you have uh, the new, yeah. I guess, quote unquote, new East Coast style. But Hetty Topper has been around for ten years. Ten years. Yeah, and that's Hetty was really the first on the block that got 
really popular really quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were others, but yeah. um, Hill Farmstead, uh, Alchemist, Trillium Treehouse. Who's the other one now? Now there's some in Virginia called Aslan. Now, is this just a list of your favorite breweries? No, no, they, we're, we're talking. <laughs> we're, we're talking about <laughs> East Coast uh, style India Pale Ale. No, I know, but well, it double. still sounds like a list of your favorite. Yeah, no, breweries. it pretty it's, much is. Pretty much is. This guy, he's East Coast through and through. <laughs> I should pretty move soon to he's gonna be like, "Hey, I'm walking over here. <laughs> I should move to Boston." <laughs> okay, that was not a good Boston. No, that was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> I don't know, but seriously, that that's the issue is that. I I like juice. I like juice yeah. in my glass. And I'll, although I should I should say, a good friend of mine who lives out in San Diego used to or still does gets all his treehouse delivered like within a week of any release, and he's finding himself even bored of the New England style, and he's going back to like the staples like the Sculpin and the Pliny, and like those West well, Coast bangers. And that's that I I think I think that's the key. Uh, like the, the, the key underlying thing under this is variety. You can't drink right. the same style of beer over and over yeah. and over. And the fact that we have three such distinct styles in the U.S. and then right. we have the uh, we we have the the English double IPA, right. which doesn't necessarily fit into the American strong ale category. But I want to talk about it because it's a double IPA, mm-hmm. and where it's there aren't it's, many out there. It's it's malty and earthy, right. and you get buggles on fleek. Yeah. That is it's Fuggles and EKG kind. through and you through. You like that. I do. There's I, nothing wrong there with that. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. There, time and a place for me. There's, and I like love a good English beer. beer. That's like There's after having gravy and sausage. That, yep. It speaks to me when I get that spicy, earthy kind of qualities coming through. It's, That's you, cool, you though. You can taste the You're resonating with that. Yeah. I'm resonating with this, and Casey's kind of resonating with the West Coast. Yeah, I, cool. I do love me it's some cool. West Coast beers. <laughs> it's really cool how, like, Tastes and preferences. Yeah. I want to try that flying dog though. I'm like ready for that. Cause that Miles, that admittedly was a beer that kind of brought us together. It it was quite a while is that ago. Raging bitch. No no, 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 this is double dog. Double dog. Okay, raging bitch is another one that. Oh, see, for me, it's in heat wheat all the way from flying dog. I love that see, beer. In, I phase in and out of my love for wheat beers. Oh, me too. But Some, the banana note on that one is on point. What was it? Imperial Weizen from in, New Glarus? Bavarian Hefeweizens for a while were my favorite style, and now wheat beers are meh at the moment. Still not a fan of Belgians. Can't help that. I'm Nobody's sorry, perfect. guys. What did I have the other day that was extremely Belgian? I don't remember what, but I was like, mm, meh. No thanks. Uh, where did Unless it's Guza or Lambic. Hang on, no, I want to open this with my flying dog bottle opener. Oh, shit. Oh, That's right. shit. This was sent to us by a listener, uh, Dale Littlejohn. He also sent us a uh, four-pack of uh, flying dog goblets. Venas. And Casey, where did we get this flying dog today? Uh, we got this at Divine. Divine, Divine Liquors. Liquors. Here in uh, River Falls. If you're going to come to this area, uh, yeah, it's the liquor store to go to. Yeah, it's pretty great. They're fantastic. They're still kind of that hidden gem. All right. Where if you know something amazing is coming out, they will get it, but right. they will not be sold out in 45 minutes. Uh, first thing I noticed pouring this beer, we, we we are at a different color than we have been. Uh, this is the other ones have been in like that pale straw yellow. This is on the dark copper end they keep yep, talking about. I, I hate to say it, and this is just me. It smells like it, too. But I also don't know what the bottle date is on this. It doesn't matter. 
Not really. When you're at eleven and a half percent alcohol bottled, there, it sort yeah, of doesn't matter. Uh, uh, yeah, no. I'll so take a look. I'm still on, behind. Yeah. So this this is definitely on the higher end. Um. Yeah. No. So it's dark copper. Alcohol legs are present. Yeah. Woo. Um, I actually don't know much about this beer. Does anyone pull oh, it up? I, I have it up. I have it Good, up. Oh, shit. It. God damn it. So I pulled up the beer advocate page, but it didn't have the description. So I got to go to the flying they never well, do. Son of a gun. What? We were doing so well here, too. I know. Um, beers. Is this a year-round or a seasonal? I think it's year-round. I think it's year-round. I think was... What is it called again? Double dog. Double dog. dog double it. IPA. All right. Um. Oh, they don't have a description on here for it. No way. They don't. That's some bullshit. All right. Uh, alcohol, alcohol by volume, eleven and a half percent. Availability, limited distribution. Uh, though flying Specialty dogs everywhere. Malts. You guys should be able to light caramel hops. Columbus Warrior and Cascade. So Miles, yeah. this should really be up here. Or, uh, uh, eighty-five alley. IBUs. Wow. Um, food pairings. This is a big beer that calls for equally big foods. Flavor notes. Citrus hops with sweet malt and subtle alcohol burn. Uh, like a kiss on the cheek. Uh, pairs with extra sharp aged cheddar and stinky blue cheese. Smoked yep, brisket. I was going to say blue cheese. This said is it was spicy foods and chili or cayenne pepper. Earthy desserts like carrot cake. I'd um, have to say. Notable notes for $1,000. Uh, originally a wild dog release uh, commemorating our 10th anniversary, Double we Dog anniversary Pale Ale yep. uh, became uh, here to stay in 2009. Could you control such a beast? Uh, I Flying Dog. I every time we have a beer on a Flying Dog beer on the show, I have to comment on the label design. It's always good. It's it's Gonzo as fuck. It well, it like, also it also looks like like a Walking Dead comic almost with like. I think it's Raging Bitch where they're like splitting a dog in half. Looking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, friggin', uh, uh, admittedly, uh, right this does pour out like this crazy copper amber ale looking. Ooh. I get a lot of alcohol on the nose. Oh, yeah, no. It's super it's boozy. Damn it's near 11- 12%. Yeah, it's 11.5%. You're not going to hide that. Caramel sweetness. I get a little bit of subtle, like uh, floral, grassy hops. But see. For it, me, if if I had to classify this and a barley wine to me, um, well, if I had to classify this into the three ca- three distinct category or four distinct categories of double IPAs that f- we just f- talked f- about, five. No, there was four. Okay, four. keep going. Pretty much. Um, I'm gonna say uh, it's no coast. It's Central America or middle Middle America. More English than anything. You think just so? Using American hops. Yeah, that is like the big. That's a malt. See, I feel B-O-M-B. like OMB. I don't know. I I get a balanced bitterness out of this. Like I think the bitterness is there, but it. But the alcohol look, sweetness, it's sweet. Yeah, but I don't know if that's malt or booze that's making it sweeter. Well, what's both. interesting is that it's both at the same time without either of them actually canceling each other out. Right. Mm-hmm. So that so you don't actually have a balance. You just have both spectrums. It's at just the same detectable. Time. I I honestly, this to me is a barley wine. This is an English hybrid American barley wine. Uh, no, see, but we just talked no. about that in the guidelines. Yep. You, it's uh, basically a double IPA is a hoppy, light drinking barley wine. We're done boiling. Okay, um, like that's that's what it is in the gar- in in. Uh, so basically, so I, I get it. Uh, I yeah, get it. residual sweetness and body of an American barley wine. So, totally, you get that syrupy, almost alcohol yep. character. It, see, it's, it's nice. Not as 
sweet for me as a barley wine typically is. Oh, definitely not. You're right. Yeah. Totally. It's it's like I said, it's like a hybrid. It's hinting that way. But yeah. it's good. And I feel like this fits this no fits coast, the BJ. Sure. Yeah, this fits no coast. Um if they had used English hops, I could I could say this is an English uh IPA or double IPA. Hands I, down. I detect a ton of fusel vodka y alcohol in the nose. I don't know why. Wrong. No, no, he's not, not exactly. wrong. It's just he's sensitive to it right now because he's a little bitch. I mean, what? <laughs> Seriously, though, I get that. I get like a like, I don't know. Well, and uh, I hope you guys stay tuned because after we start cooling, we're going to be doing yeah. an Imperial Stout show. Are we just going to carry it all in one? Uh, I was going to stop it. And oh, that's cool, too. Because we got to go start chilling. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, But yeah, so... I don't know. I I want to say we should try to talk about which one we enjoyed the Actually, most. Yeah, let's yeah, just let's talk just about that. which we, which one we dude, enjoyed. The it's going to boil seventy minutes, seventy five. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, oh fine. no, it's going to improve by. Right, yeah. So, Miles, we'll start with you. Which one of these did you like the most? Double dog. Double dog. Double dog, hands down. It's just it kind of has the qualities that I tend to lead towards. It's got that medium level of dryness. It's not too juicy, but I'm not going. From a dry tongue after yeah. I'm done, uh, it's got a, a, a decent amount of sweetness, but it has that uh, um, higher higher levels of uh, bitterness. With uh, ultimately speaking, more of a balanced nature than uh, many of the more extreme beers out there. Okay, that's me. What was your worst of the day? It's okay. Don't worry. I don't care. Metal. <laughs> it's fine. Metal was my least favorite. It's not that I didn't like it. It's just my don't least favorite. Don't worry about offending me. It's fine. I don't give a shit. Oh, All right. Um, well, I, I'll go next. I'll go next. I always go last, so I might as well go next. Uh, I'm going to go with Citrus Blender. I liked this beer the best. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it had the it had the right juice quotient with, uh, like, there was something quotient's in the... Quotient's a good word. What? Quotient, quotient is a good word. Yeah. Uh, and... The the metal the rye threw me like I I loved the nose mm-hmm. I loved I loved the initial taste but that lingering rye threw me mm-hmm. on the metal um, but yeah no citrus splendor hands down um, the double dog is probably my least favorite of the day um, it's it's an IPA style that I normally gravitate towards but th- I don't know uh, it's not it's not solventy it's just The warmer it gets, though, the more uh, the more the booze comes out. Uh, but eleven and a half percent is too high for a double IPA, in my opinion. Agreed. Like sure. then, then you're treading on triple. Ten is the fine line for me. Yep. Yeah, you're you're treading on triple IPA waters, yeah. and I really haven't Order. met a triple IPA that I've really enjoyed. There's I mean, some many. some people classify Pliny as a triple. Not even close. But no, it's not uh, even close. younger, it's younger maybe. Younger maybe. I've never had Actually, younger. Younger can, is considered generally by most a triple. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but I've never had younger, Me so I neither. can't really. We should probably do that. It, it, that would be an amazing it's like trip. A six hour line. Fuck that. No, me. but you'd bring a six pack and can you do that? Pack. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. I know it's in Santa Rosa, California, man. Like I agree with you that the eleven and a half percent is unnecessary, but it doesn't exactly drink like it's that much. No, no, it doesn't. And so. I, I like Flying Dog. And I like all their beers. The problem is, all the beers that we've had today are fucking great. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie, I've enjoyed every beer that we've poured differently. 
yeah. different parts of the palate start to light up. And so, like when when we're talking about which which beer we like the best and which beer we we didn't really it, care it's for, all subjective. it's 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 all subjective. It's all I think personal. It, I think it goes without saying which one I like the most. Yeah, you liked metal. I liked metal simply <laughs> for the reason that it it. I've been drinking like all IPA for the last year, like. That's about it. That's all I drink nowadays. And it was really, really nice to have the rye for me. To have something it, different. Yeah. And then I think I would pick the Citrus Blender. That was nice. That was unexpected. That was a nice surprise. That was unexpectedly good. I don't... I want more. I don't necessarily... Yeah, you should start trading with her. But <laughs> I don't dislike this beer. But to me, I'm so used to Minnesota beers gravitating this way. Oh, versus yeah. those two ways. And I've I've sort of grown um, bitter. Say bitter, nice pun. <laughs> uh, bitter towards those malt forward, alcohol forward. How styles. come he gets to have a good pun for the day and I don't? Because your pun sucked. Yes, Mine pretty was much awesome. But I guess I guess just for me, this this is talk about it. Bad. I want somebody to truly master an English double IPA, in a sense where you take noble and english hops and you make this like uh stone 17 they did a german double ipa with all german ingredients and german hops and then they did they, they brewed it in west coast and fashion and it was fucking great so do that with an english beer you, all right so I'm, I'm not i'm not just saying this because it's my local but you know who could crush that beer pitchfork pitchfork duh like that is like it's right up their wheel ho- wheelhouse isn't it mm-hmm. like he does all those german german so beers it. and do it. All right, we let's go. Uh, let's go chill some beer, and we'll All come right. back. And I do guess some one stuff. of my last comments, real quick, was with the splendor. I would have put that in second place too, which I think gives it an overall win between these three beers because it had a first, sure. second, and yeah. second. No, I place. honestly, there's there's not a bad beer on the table. Nope. No, they're really throw it out there. Different yeah. strokes, different folks. Um, no, no that, but splendor that, that finished straight up like booze to me, and that's what kills me. Uh, I this, feel drunk but after the, it. I, I'm gonna say this. Uh, all of us came in not knowing ma- the name Manor Hill. Yes. Right? True. And, well, we're and all, Miles didn't know Trillium at and all. And Miles didn't did know you. Trillium. I, I had never had Trillium. I've heard of Trillium. Yeah. Um, we all knew Flying Dog coming in. Yep. But it, we'd been so far removed from this particular yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we, we all came at these with pretty fresh uh, palettes and ideas of... Like, we we didn't really have any idea what we were, what we were going to taste. Yeah. And... They're all really good beers, mm-hmm. so I just I want to leave on that. A, note. I don't think there's a loser. Like if you went into a liquor store, like in Boston, you can buy this on the shelf. I bet in the East Coast you could probably find that, and that you can definitely find. Um, as far as like, is it Pennsylvania they're in? And yeah. they're they're near. No, these, no, they're 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 near Baltimore. Uh, yeah, Derek, Maryland. Derek has Maryland. Been the yeah, they're in Maryland. So we had Frederick. two Maryland beers. So like. You can get all these, and I think, like I said, different snokes, different folks. Everyone's going to be able to walk into a store on the East Coast if they're listening and buy one of these and be blown away in their yeah. own regard. So that's what's important. West Coast folks, I'm sorry, you can probably get Flying Dog. I'm sure you <laughs> can. You can trade Plenty for Trillium any day of the week. People well, love yeah, to but do I don't. I don't. I, I just can I trade TG for Pliny? Because I'd do that any day. You sure can. I'll hook you up with somebody. All right. Sounds good. Cheers. All right. Uh, well, guys, uh, my outro music is on the other computer, which Eric is using to stream right now. So, uh, so I, I just want to uh, just let you guys know if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, guys can uh, find us or find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/blindnewsstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja, or if you guys want to send us an old-fashioned email, 
go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindninjastudios.com. Uh, if you want to send us a uh, a beer package, our web or our address is on uh, <laughs> uh, our website at uh, contact or uh, shoot us an email or get a hold of us at any other things and we'll get that to you and we will review and we've been known to send out care packages back. So, Nikki, you need to get in contact with me and send me your uh, uh, your contact information because we have some TG for you. I'm not going to lie. You are much more smooth with your outro with the music. I know I am because <laughs> I don't get distracted. No, I'm sorry. It's fine. It's your fault. I'm going to fix it for the next live stream, which is going to happen in about an hour, guys. So. Yeah, another one. Cheers uh, to everyone. See ya. Cheers. Oh, I think...